Man, so how is everyone's uh, week going so far? Oh, my week is going amazing. Uh, just really? got a new car. Yeah, um, oh, it's about time. Okay. Had to let the had to let the old girl go to get the new girl. So, so what, what, what are you pushing right now? A Ferrari or a Range Rover or what, what you got? Nah, a mom know. van. I'm just part of the Benz crew now, you know. What? Beamer, Benz, or Bentley, you know. I got wow. the Benz now. You lying. Yeah, you know, this is something. You know, got to get around town from, you know, point A to point B. Nothing, so, nothing crazy. Nothing fancy, so nothing just fancy. a Benz. So, just a, just uh, when, so quick question. Uh, when are you going to give, uh, how, uh, when are you going to give your dad his car back? What <laughs> you mean get my dad his car back? I'm just saying, you're saying you push push it to Benz, because I'm trying to get on that level. I'm, I'm trying hey, there's to get, nothing wrong with the like old man cars. You know, if you save your little seashells, you know, man, you might be able to be like Big Daddy and get you a Benz too. Man. I for want a Cadillac. Know, well, he said <laughs> Big Daddy. For those of you who do not know how Big tall Daddy. Tony is, he's approximately like four four. <laughs> Definitely not four uh, four. <laughs> sometimes you know, anybody is really four four, but nah, nah. And uh, actually have a booster seat for him. So every time he gets into the car, he gets to <laughs> hop up. And unfortunately, <laughs> he has to sit in the back of the seat because it's illegal for, you know, because we get in trouble, we get pulled over. You're a heightist, Tom. You're a heightist, Tom. Do, um, uh, do you put the white pages underneath you? Or the white are you sitting pages? on like three books or... Well, I'm trying to be more like environmentally I'm to, like, friendly. I'm trying to I'm trying so. to muster up like some laughter for your weak ass jokes, both of y'all. But I'm like, <laughs> he, try, he tries so hard. Weak like ass. he, Tony reaches so much, especially in real life because he's so short. Reaches for, for what? His dream, anyway, the stars. Hey, I'm five four. I can't I can't reach shit. So I that's okay. That. I mean, at least anyway. Anyway, how was how was your week, Sarah? Speaking of drug dealer chic, how was your week? <laughs> Was it good? Oh, I'm so drug dealer chic. Uh, yeah, it was good. What'd wasn't, you do? Wasn't bad. Uh, oh, what did I do? Um, relaxed. Okay. Um, what is relaxed? What does that even mean? When women say, oh, well, you know, I just relaxed for the weekend. Well, what does that mean? Uh, my personal opinion of relaxing is not having anything to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have a lot of stuff planned all the time. Um, I'm in school, work, side okay. gigs. So relaxing doesn't have to be in the tub. doesn't have to get my nails done. It's just I can sit on the couch and binge watch like four episodes of something and not really have to pay attention to it. Okay. Like Friends? Oh, I've seen all of Friends. Or I've gotten really friends. into uh, YouTube just in general and I didn't I've noticed how much YouTube I watch now. It didn't I, I feel like that slowly happened over the last maybe four or five years or so. Because I would sit down and watch a whole season of something on Netflix. And now I just sit down and I watch the randomest videos on YouTube. Yeah, I get lost on YouTube all, all the time. I feel oh, like. for sure. Shit, so did I. Uh, the other day I ended up finding myself watching... The real side chicks of uh, Carolina, but anyway, that's um, a show. Yeah, that's a show or a right YouTube now. video. On YouTube, it's a YouTube show because that I guess that idea, that show idea, is so ratchet that I guess YouTube oh, was just sure. like, oh, we'll take it. But yeah, it's the real 
side side Some chicks. Some real side chicks. Of, of Carol uh, insert a southern fake, date here. Who would have fake side chicks? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I just I just know that they were actually There's on. There's a hierarchy uh, of side chicks. Uh, I, I guess. They were actually on uh, The Breakfast Club. And they were being interviewed by Charlemagne the God and Little Duval. And Little Duval, Little Duval oh, okay. was actually like ragging on them. And they call him, um, what is it? Uh, uh, he's like a little side baby or something like that. They were just trying to. Rag on him. It was just, it was weird. It was just, you can't make this stuff up. But, you know, then again, this is the crazy world that we live in. And actually, piggybacking off of relaxing in the crazy world we live in, uh, yeah. today's episode is actually going to be surrounded about fate, you know? Um, and I think it's kind of funny because if those of you who probably already know me, and those of you who don't know me, I'm actually getting. Married in Putacana, and as of right now, today is uh, June the 26th, and right now there have been several reports of many things going on in the Dominican Republic as far as people getting poisoned and murdered and so forth, and uh, may I mind you, it's been, what, 11 incidents now uh, that have happened over... Somebody else just died the other day when the plane was leaving, so... Right, Did you so, know that uh, Delta has said they'll refund anyone's ticket? Like, mm-hmm. they've surpassed their regular refund uh, well, rules. That's, that's big, because normally they always want to get their money, so that's big. Oh, yeah. And they said right, you right. could, like, cancel it and then use it within a year if you wanted to. Wow. Well, there's a difference between being an asshole and just kind of being, you know, a good business person. I think Delta... You know, I mean, Delta, it's no United, so it's, yeah. Right, but man, man, mind you, wasn't Delta the one that dragged that poor guy off the airplane? No, who was a doctor. Never. And then they had to like anyway. Was not anyway, Delta. you take that back. I think it was yeah. I think it was Delta. <laughs> I thought it was I United. They're all the same. They nah. overcharge too much for for bags and stuff. But anyway, to get back like what Delta. I'm talking about, fuel cost, fuel cost. Yeah. <laughs> But that's because okay, Americans... continue. No, sorry. So, um, so getting back to fate, um, this whole episode around fate, it's just kind of like what, you know, when we talk about things that happen in our everyday lives, you know, are these things that are meant to happen? Do we believe, like, I believe that everything happens for a reason. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anything you want. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google's Podcasts, your mom's podcast. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, just hustling all over the place. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I feel like for those of you who don't know me or who know who do know me, I'm a very anxiety-driven individual and I let every little thing get to me. And I feel like this whole situation, this whole shit show what's going on in the Dominican Republic is really forcing me to put things in perspective and really kind of, I guess, gain control more so over my situation because I see it like this. And I only plan to get married once in my life. And uh, my, my, my beautiful wife-to-be has been, you know, planning her butt off for an entire year for this very, you know, moment that's coming up around, you know, the next few weeks. And what I don't want is I don't want stuff that's going on in the media to rob the joy of someone who I care about and love so much. So I think, you know, I'm not nervous. I know that things happen no matter no matter where you go, you know, something's always bound to happen. So for them to kind of point out 11 people died, well, people die in New York, New Jersey, Wisconsin, no matter where you go, something happens. And I feel like if it's your time, it's your time, whether it's on, you know, in Putacana, whether it's, you know, New York City, no matter where you are. And I feel like, you know, because we are in the media and we have a huge platform and the ability to really share ideas and really give unbiased and report things unbiasedly we have do you are you do you really don't have any bias though my bias is i understand that once again there's many things that happen every every 15 minutes Someone's getting murdered, raped, poisoned. There's always something that's going on. However, it's something called heuristics. When it comes to psychology, you can look this up. It's called associative heuristics. Now, I know that there's several types of heuristics, but essentially, um, whenever one is inundated with a whole bunch of information on the very same thing, then someone's going to associate that information that's given to them. Like, for example... Um, if uh, associative heuristics is basically solving a complicated issue through a simple problem. So, for example, heuristics is like if I see somebody who's dressed down and doesn't, you know, has holes in their shirts and it's not clean and their hair is all over the place and they look very unkempt, then I'm going to assume already because of associating their clothing and their looks and their 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 upkeep that oh they might be someone who might be poor or they might be an individual who is mental ill when in actuality somebody who you know doesn't you know wash themselves or or dress nicely is probably just lazy or just you know what i mean so it's just associating things that but don't tell the whole story but if there was a, a rash of incidents in one area with that same description of the person doing it, you're going to be more cautious. You know what I mean? Uh, like, absolutely. And, and, and what, what, what if you know? Of course, you would never want something to happen. What? If, but what if one of your guests did die? You know what I'm saying? You will feel awful, especially knowing back and saying, "Hey, there was a lot of suspicious things going on," and you never know. It's just that's a huge risk to take. You know there are things going on. That's all I'm saying. And that's why I took the liberty of reaching out to the hotel. That my but guests they're, and they're I are biased too, that. though. They're biased too. They're not going to tell you not to come. They're not going to say, "Oh yeah, people are dying here. Come on down." No, they would never say that. They're going to. So I have a question. Go ahead. So before we get into the whole uh, Dominican Republic and Punta Cana and deaths, 
Sure. I just wanted to bring it back to fate. Like, I got a statement and a question. So the statement I was going to say is, anytime I think of fate, I think of Forrest Gump, because it's my favorite movie, hands down. Uh, But when he talks about if we each have a destiny, or if we're all just floating around on the breeze. Um, So I'm curious, because I grew up Catholic. Okay. Okay. I don't really practice anymore at all. But uh, I know all the, you know, things about Catholicism, and I think that's always been my one problem, is that a lot of people think that we have uh, we have this fate, and things are predestined from God. God knows what's going to happen. But we also have free will, so you have the free will to choose your destiny because... Same thing with people dying. Like someone, let's say it is someone trying to poison uh, tourists. That person also had the ability to go out and poison them. So it's hard to say, like, is that predestined? Was everything planned out? That person was meant to die by someone else or like someone else's hand or... I'm just trying to get an idea of how you're looking at fate in terms of the uh, world itself, I guess. I just, I just wanted more of a classification on uh, sure. how, you, how you view that. That's an amazing question. I'm so glad that you brought that up. I guess going back to the idea of, you know, such a shitty world that we live in, you know, there's always something crazy that's going on. And when it comes to individuals who are put in very terrible situations where they're murdered or or killed you know i'd say for example the best example would be trayvon martin per se you know unfortunately because of his untimely death because of his death he became not a martyr but he came in a he became an example and he kind of reminded you know the rest of the world like hey this this injustice you know in in our you know criminal justice system in the world, you know, is going on. So, so there's like it, a means to the end, is what correct? Like, it was yeah. it was a very shitty thing that happened to him. That may rest in peace, and you know, but yeah. the idea is because of his death, he has created something that was that is much bigger than him and and, and the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by all means, if it's my time to go, you know, I'm I'm okay with that. But what I refuse to do is, you know, I've buried both of my parents. You know, and, and I've I've dealt with the worst of the worst, and and I think at this point in my life that I don't think it can get any worse than you know, yeah, it can't you can't go anywhere but up. But I'm I'm just gonna say that I'm I've spent my entire life letting little things affect the way that I feel, and I've been giving power to people in situations that don't deserve to take power over my emotion. And I think for the first time in my life, I'm finally saying no. I refuse to allow these situations to ruin the most important day of not just my life, but my future wife-to-be's life. You know, I refuse, because when I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to be looking back at, you know, the beautiful times and moments that I had in Putacana. And yes, you know, of course, in the memory is going to be all this crap is going on. But once again, it's just going to be like a little snapple fact. That's a, but that's assuming that you come back safe. Well, you know, that's the that's the risk that I'm willing to take. Yeah, but I kind of agree. Like, you can't stop yourself from doing things because there's always a 50-50 chance of that happening. 
right. like one moment I could go out and it's a beautiful day in New York and another moment it could be 9-11 so you uh, you can't not do things because you're constantly concerned yeah. about them but, but there's a hurricane will, uh, warning saying no, don't go right. outside there's a hurricane you don't go outside and play in the rain like yeah i agree with that too to say, so like, I, oh it's not like it's not like oh you're just going to a country say it was a country that just is more of a third world country and there's just an inherited risk just from being there of course you know what i mean okay you go but if they're saying hey there's a little unrest going on you know people are getting killed faster than normal that you would say you know maybe this is not the best time for me to go to that place but people have been dying in uh the dominican republic like all the time and i'm not talking about like a heart attack or something i right. like i had a friend that her uh aunt and uncle were murdered and it was a home invasion they were in the dominican right. republic so i mean you never know like when it's gonna happen but i just think that it's been happening bad things for a long time. That's just like saying Chicago's not a great place to go or Detroit or parts of New York. Like, is it gonna stop you from going though? Because the media has bumped it up. The media has, I mean, it, it is a, a problem. I'm probably not gonna go, I'm not gonna fly down. I'd stay away from the uh, mini bar if I was you. Right. <laughs> no, that's, that's the plan. But to piggyback you know I mean? on what Tony was saying, he was speaking of yeah, if there's like a hurricane going on, then absolutely you would not go in that area. But yeah. to look at the facts of what's going on, these are incidents that have happened at different points in time, number one. Number two, they've happened in different parts of Putacana and the Dominican Republic. Now, if the situation was an isolated incident, which they've reported that they cannot confirm that it's been an isolated incident, that's essentially saying, well, because there's a hurricane in the state of Texas, or since there's a hurricane on the eastern seaboard, I'm just going to go ahead and get up out my house and not go anywhere near, uh, you know, Maryland, Virginia, Delaware, Pennsylvania. I'm just going to stay out of those states. Now, once again, if, right. it's, if it's a specific area, I got you. That totally makes sense. But for the fact that these incidents happen over a period of a year, number one. Number two, if it's happened, now they, I will say it has happened at one hotel. There's been a series of events happening at one hotel, but it's not mm. the one that we were planning to, that we're planning to stay at. And that's different. Um, but if anything, yes, there, there's, there's a cause for concern no matter where you go. You know, you can get malaria, you can get, you know, the Zika, you can get so many things. But once again, uh, actually, uh, one of my coworkers was telling me, when you go on a cruise ship, now he was talking about how they have a morgue on cruise ships because they kind of expect some of their, just in case somebody dies, you know, they have a morgue, you know, on deck. And uh, I was talking to Tony about this earlier, you know, about the fact of, you know, whenever things go down, you know, normally they would have safety things in place, but for a, a luxury, I guess, entertainment travel place to have a morgue you know just ready and good to go and kind of anticipating for your customers to die i would be more afraid of that than you know i mean someone i mean I know, it's it's you're out i mean i could kind of see why they might have a morgue because first of all super old people go on cruises right. not everyone's super old but you know they're all retired they got time to take a cruise right. statistically but 
I mean, you're out in the middle of nowhere, and if someone dies, you can't put them in like a freezer with the chicken or you know the steak. Right. Like, I guess they would have to have something that would keep a dead body. Because what if you can't get back to port for like, right. know, like eight days? That's way past the time of a dead body. Right. So I get, but it, it's right. super uh, daunting to know that there's a morgue on a cruise ship when you're right. like up top uh, getting sunbathed. Right, just in case, you know. Just in happen, case. We got you, you know. But, um, but also, oh, no. don't get sick on a cruise ship. Right. I got sick once. I got a sinus infection. Oh my gosh. Do you know how much money it costs to pay a doctor when you are out in, when you're off the United States territory? Mm-hmm. Like 300 bucks just for them oh. to give me some freaking uh, antibiotics. Wow, that's doing the most. It is. That's the most. It's. <laughs> he did not deserve three hundred dollars. I can tell you that. That's crazy. But um, but man, damn, that three hundred dollars. I'm in the wrong business. Public service announcement. Right, <laughs> man. But but all in all, I will say that, you know, uh, when I was in Atlanta and I went to school, and you know, I I went to the same school where I was talking about in the previous episode. That had uh, mozzarella mm-hmm. chicken, mm-hmm. mozzarella like chicken, mozzarella chicken fish. <laughs> um, basically, I didn't finish at that school because you know I had to go ahead and you know bury my parents. I had a lot mm-hmm. of personal things I had to take care of, um, but because I didn't finish, um, apparently I found my future wife to be. So if I would have graduated the time I did, if I would have graduated that school when I was supposed to. And then I would have never have met my future wife to be. And as mad as I was at the world of, you know, why don't I have my degree from this institution? Man, why am I put in this situation? I see now looking back that I was put in that place and fate had it. And I believe that fate had it that we were supposed to meet because of, you know, what was going on. And maybe this situation is kind of saying, hey, you know, I want to get married with my beautiful future wife-to-be, and there's a lot of noise and a lot of things that are going on, but I'm not allowing things that, you know, that that are happening um, but to kind of get... So you believe in a soulmate, is what you're saying? Yeah, I, I believe, yeah, everything I'm sort of reading, number one, and number two, I just believe in the fact that I'm not going to let... You know, unfortunately, you know, may they all rest in peace. You know, I'm sorry to hear about everything that's happened to everyone, but, you know, I'm not going to allow that to kind of rob me of my joy in the most important day of my life and, and Jasmine's right. life. And, you know, that's, right. you know, I, there's something that's always going to be happening. I'm not going to look over my shoulder. And I refuse to kind of let this be a catalyst of, you know, just kind of, you know, just this wasting, you just, I don't know, just, just, just being down and out. Like, you know, just, I can be a victim or a victor, you know, now that we understand, all right, it could be a pesticide. It could be the mini bar. Great. I won't drink from the mini bar. I'll make sure that I drink things that are from a closed cap. I'll make, you know, I'll make sure, you know. That it I seemed like they, they thought it was counterfeit alcohol is what I yeah. had the idea of. Right, right now, there's a lot of uncertainty. So right now, it's right. just kind of, you know. But, you know, some could argue that there's really no fate is fate is just um your way of romanticizing your memory when all it is is just the wisdom to recognize that when something happened you know 
this is what, what this was the cause of um, you know your good fortune or you know whatever happens from the past you know you look back and you say oh you know well this was interconnected here and it's not really that interconnected you know they say that you know the galaxy is like infinity right and they say that literally the galaxy is so huge that as we speak right now there's a galaxy exactly like this one with we're doing this podcast and instead of you know instead of you know she's in michigan i'm in michigan she's in virginia like there's infinity universes going on where everything is happening all at the same time so it's like how how special really are it's like bizarro tony there's there's but yeah what well there's infinite tony where i'm doing anything and everything there's a universe where i'm rihanna and and i'm drinking another universe like oh i got you so you're going with like the rick and morty thought process i mean because they said the galaxy is so huge like they they show us and then they show the rest of the galaxy and it's like there's infinite possibilities Mm. so what's what is there really fate Mm. Absolutely. I mean, that's what you believe. Uh, No, that's what I know. I know for the fact that there have been many um, actors, a lot of athletes who are in certain circumstances where statistics would say they would not be able to make it out of their certain circumstance. Oh, you know, African-American males, you know, are lucky to make it past the age of 25. Is that fate or coincidence? I think that... Even with like computers, computers are supposed to, you know, be within. Did you know that this is so crazy? Did you know that if when you're born, say me and you were born at the exact same time, right? And you, they were able to put like uh, a watch on us, right? Right. I would, we would both, and we we would both live our lives. Either I would have lived the life longer than you or shorter than you because we don't live life in the same time like if you're going faster time goes slower if you go if you're going slower you know time goes uh faster like we don't all live time at the same exact in the exact same way so even if you were born january 1st 1990 at the same exact time you know 20 years later they would have lived you know slightly longer or shorter lives That's, that's a hell of a paradigm. But no, I mean, yeah. So going back to, yeah. That's, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, were you born in 1990? No, I'll just use an example. No, okay. I was. But, um, no. I, I was 89. I was just like, am I the oldest one here? No. No. But uh, no, I mean, with everything, with people saying you'll never be an actor because of where you are, you'll never be an athlete. People in this neighborhood never make it. And look, they make it. Yeah, because you put yeah. the work in. Exactly. How much is faded or hard work? But the media says, yeah, you know, kids in these neighborhoods will never, you know, fulfill their full potential. Nature versus nurture. Right. So it's just kind of piggyback and it's turning it back around to the whole Putacana thing. You know, there's a lot of numbers, a lot of statistics, statistics, hello, being thrown out. Matter of fact, my coworker is actually going to the exact same hotel. On the like the same week that like I'm getting married, number one, number two, I've had other coworkers have actually been to Putacana and come back unscathed. So yet, because you have once again we have a huge platform, and people only have access to so many things. Of that's, course, if it bleeds, it bleeds. So people are want to hear stuff. But, but with that, that, that's like saying it's acid rain falling right and everybody's running away from the acid rain and just because i made it through the acid rain and and you know say 
eight out eight ten people are running from the acid rain and eight people make it over to the other side but ten people die from the acid rain well you know hey i you know i went and i came back that doesn't mean everybody's gonna come back but if you have a first-hand account of someone who you can have an arm who yeah but it's something at un- arm's length. it's unpredictable so it's 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 not a for sure thing like i said it's like hot lava falling from the sky like yeah eight out of ten of us can make it but two might get hit by that lava instead of saying you know what let's just chill in the field right here where there's no lava there's no lava in this field right now but we'll just chill here and when we see the lava clouds go away we'll go we'll go run and we'll catch up with you <laughs> you go ahead you go ahead i'm just gonna chill i'm just gonna chill till the lava clouds go away that's all i want the lava clouds to go away. i mean I, hey i still see those those grizzly tigers over there you know that those are always gonna be there, but the, the lava, the the, fl- the you know the lava rain. I'm good. I wait. Hmm. It's interesting. Well, I know that my mind is made up, <laughs> and uh, you know I've spoken my future wife to be, and we talked about it, and you know we prayed on it, and we thought about it very hard, and we went ahead and put out a statement to family and friends giving them the opportunity to say, you know what, like, we're not going to hold it against you if you don't want to come. That's completely understandable. You know, we we respect, you know, the decision you make. And then we also attached a statement from the hotel. And when I reached out to the hotel, I gave them, you know, links to the articles and said, hey, explain yourself. What what was going on? And, you know, they were just kind of saying, you know, we just went through protocol and this and that happened. But, um, no, like for example, so did, you, my... did you know that when there's a scandal or something, you know what, like a hotel like that would do? They hire something called a crisis management team, meaning that yeah. some shit went on and we need you to manage this crisis. So just because you talk to the hotel, don't mean that they're going to be the most up and up with you. Not to say they're not, but like right. they have a crisis management team and they're going to be yeah. very calculated in what they tell you. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Because no that... hotel is going to be like, oh yeah, nah, don't come here, bro. Please, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah, you want to stay far away as possible. Right. Yeah, I'm, hey, we'll send you a refund right now. Stay at home. Do not give us that money. Don't give us that money. But Tony, didn't you say in our first episode? Talking about talk, the the idea of talking things into into existence, sure, the power of words, sure. So we just you know just talk about hey you know we're gonna have a great time in Putacana, everything will be fine, you know. Then once again putting that into the universe, and I'm in the universe. You know, I'm 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 saying what Tony said. I'm, I'm yeah. going off of your yeah, idea. But I, I'm not going to walk in a minefield and tell myself, please, I know I'm not going to hit a minefield today. I know I'm not. No, I'm, I'm staying away from the minefield. Positivity. I'm positively going to stay away from the minefield today. I'm it's good. Like, life is already dangerous enough. So when there's, when there's your spider senses going off and you see like a little red going on over somewhere else, it's like, you know, I got, life is hard enough. You know, yeah, but I I think it's hard in your situation though, because I mean you you're not just putting your hand on a list of vacation destinations, like even planning a wedding for most people to normally take a year. So you could have come up with, you know, Putacana. We have a lot of money invested in like exactly. a lot of money that we can't. So get I mean, back. at this point, you just gotta jump and hope that the parachute. Exactly. Pops out. Like you're not so I I mean I fully get that. They're they're so you're so right to be positive and and try to do all the things that you can do to make it better. Right. But 
I kind of agree with Tony too, though. Not in, not in your scenario, right? But in general, like there's lava clouds. I'm probably gonna hang back for a sec. So in somewhat like if I was just me and at me as like right now, I'm poor. I can't afford a vacation. <laughs> but if I like if I was rich and I'm like you know what. I'm just gonna go to the Dominican Republic. That's probably not the best thought out plan. No, then that's all I'm saying. But because you have a lot invested in this, because there is a, a, a small chance and the majority of your time there is, I mean, it's, statistically, you're gonna be fine. Right. Like you said, it's, I mean, you're gonna make the best of it. It's gonna be amazing. You're gonna have so many memories it's gonna be beautiful as hell <laughs> and we but, have three doctors coming to the wedding we have oh there you, you go know, plans, you got backup so if anyone ever feels the slightest of ill or sick we're taking them immediately to the hospital number yeah. one number two um i'm actually planning to provide some of my guests you know those little date rate uh, strips i didn't know it uh, that they had these little yeah pods i was going to go ahead and provide it to them so if they wanted to go ahead and test the drinks they could definitely do that if they'd like in addition to that i was going to have some charcoal pills so i understanding the situation for what it is you know now because you understand i we understand what's going on we could be a little bit more in control by being a little bit more prepared if you have a game plan it's kind of like cybersecurity. you know there's always going to be a threat Every mm. single day, that's a brand new threat. You could think there's not one security, cybersecurity person in the world that can prevent a threat. What they can do is that they can help mitigate what's going on. Right, you're being proactive. Control. Correct. Yeah. So in the case someone does go ahead and hack into the system, great, we can go ahead and shut down the server and then everyone will be safe. Hacking so God forbid something happens in Putacana, we have plans in place. So knock on wood, if anything were to go down, right. we are prepared and ready to take care of whatever, you know, is going to happen. Because education, that's the number one source of like safety, whether it's through cybersecurity, whether it's through anything. But um no, and also I just recently looked at the reviews of the hotel through TripAdvisor and you know there are people that gave their honest opinion about stuff and they're saying regardless of you know we know that things are going on in the news but from our first-hand experience we had a really good time so that's you know that's another thing you know these are people i don't know these are people that you know had to be verified by trip advisor these are you know authentic uh, uh hello responses but i will say this at my old job uh, just for legal purposes, once again, I will not state their name, but anyway, there was a quote-unquote shooting at my old job, right? Someone got shot, right? And it just kind of turned into kind of this major news in the local area of where my job was located. What actually happened is that the individual who had the weapon shot themselves because they didn't know what they were doing. A person in the apartment next door heard those sh- gunshots, was a little concerned, called the police, da, da, da. that kind of died down. When we had a meeting at my job about what to do with this individual, there was a general there was a gentleman who was three months late on their rent. And anyway, I guess they heard like gunshot something. And they went ahead and called their mom and said, Hey Ma, I know that I'm trying to scrap some money to pay this rent, but I just heard they had a shooting. 
what they had a shooting yeah so we're not gonna pay our rent because there's shootings up in here and then you have and then they ran off and i guess uh brought their parent down yeah we're not gonna pay this rent because we heard there's shootings in here and then they went ahead and brought like the news and then it was just a whole shit show but essentially there was a situation that happened and because something didn't go somebody's way or because something think about this way why on god's green earth are we hearing about shit that was happening in 2018 right now think about it if it was that bad we would have definitely heard about it we would have heard about the young lady bless her heart who was drinking an who was drinking a beverage who she knew she knew in her mind it was flat and it tasted weird but she coughed up blood why didn't we hear about it then why weren't they making noise about it because of the media because if it bleeds it leads if it bleeds hello it leads it's called uh-huh. yellow journal- it's called yellow journalism because we want to derive from the fact that we almost went to war with Iran, was my right. personal opinion, but... No, smart. no, I, I totally agree, and, and I think but it's just all, insane oh. that all of a sudden you want to talk about something that happened a year ago now, if something because went down... tying and, stuff together, like you said, you're right. No, People die places all the time, so yeah, one incident like that, nobody's going to trip. Two incidences, okay, you know what I'm saying, that shit happens. Three, so you might as well talk about three, how dangerous it is three, to like, live anywhere. There's murders, there's rapes. No matter where you go, there's always something yeah, happening. But if the same crime happens in the same area, then they're then the, the it cops are going to be. Same area, it's all in the yeah. same country, and it's happening yes. at resorts, and it's the uh-huh. same kind of stuff country. happening. I'm so glad you said that because country is a very vague thing. The United States of America is a country. We have a lot of violence here, but yet we have people that are risking their lives to cross the border to come to live in the home of the free. Land of the free and home of the brave. So exactly what you're saying, going off your logic, absolutely. It's a bunch of murders, a bunch of crazy things going on. We shouldn't go. That means no one should come to America either. But yet people are risking their lives every day to do it. People are busting their ass. That's trying a false to, you know, equivalency. No, it's not I, a false equivalency yes, because is. you just said country, not a city. Not a, you said a country. It's more not like a serial killer. Right. Like... I mean, it doesn't happen, like, Tony, you're right, it doesn't happen, it's not constant, but you're right, if there's, like, 11 of them, oh, maybe I don't, you know what I mean? Over exactly. the course of a year. It, 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 it's something to be slightly concerned about, but it's not going to be highly statistical, like, it's not going to be a high probability that something would happen to you, but it's still something to be on... Awareness know. for right. you know what I mean? That's fair. Like I wouldn't, I would not go to California because yeah. the Zodiac killer, you know, was loose. Right. But again, I should probably know not to get drunk and then walk the streets by myself as a blonde-haired woman. You know what exactly. I mean? So it's just using, you know, street smarts. Yeah, it's well, yeah, knowing your surroundings, but don't stop yourself from going to a complete whole place. Absolutely. But also, don't like not pay attention to stuff and know that that's going on, I guess. Facts. Yeah. Facts, facts, Because I get, I get where both of you are coming from. Right. Well, it's not a, I guess, it's not a simple yeah. thing. It's very complex. Yeah, well, I, I guess, um, I don't know. I just, you know, I feel like it, what will be, will be. And if, you know, if that to me at the 7 o'clock news, so be it. 
you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, I do not, you know, I, that's a, that, I mean, please don't die, though. But, but yeah, I know that's a grim thing. To, I know because we have a podcast. You know, that's that's a grim thing. <laughs> what maybe. are we gonna do? <laughs> right. You know, we're just making you know money. I like that yeah. your first thought when I said please don't die is that I meant. Right. Well, what about the podcast? Who's gonna do the advertising? Oh man. Who's gonna do the intro? <laughs> who's gonna do the? Who's the talent? Where's, where's the talent? Oh man. Yeah. No, but uh, honestly. I'm, I'm at peace with it, you know. I'm, it is what it is. If something happens, cool. If not, cool, you know. Like I'm, you know. No, sex has not turned me stupid, you know. I'm, I'm just. You sure? You no, know, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm showing. Tie on life. No, but um, I, I think that it would be. A, I think it would be a damn shame that you know after my wedding, we find out that you know everything that's going on. Is probably like one little crazy incident. What, you know? What, what if, knock on wood, this turns out to be a way where, uh, through politics, um, I guess somebody from the DR pissed off somebody else and said, you know what? I'm going to ruin your country, and I want to make sure no one comes and visits, and I'm going to, you know, make sure your country makes no money. Watch it. You know, what? What if it turns out to be something as simple as. I don't know, like gummy bears or ice cubes or, or the sheets that they're, you know what I mean? And then people come to realize, wow, like that, that was it. That's what was getting everybody. Man, I, man, I, I missed out on a really great opportunity to go somewhere. I mean, it, it's cool to be cautious, but I, I guess the one thing is just kind of like, that would, that would just kind of suck to kind of realize at the end of the day, oh man, that was the issue. Man, well, I could have gone. I could have avoided that, you know. I don't, you know. Yeah, but but your life is—you only have one life to live, like. Absolutely, and that's why I'm going. And then, in addition to that, you don't hear nothing about any kids getting hurt. Yeah, but you're not a kid. Right, but think about it. So <laughs> that's not true. There was a little a teenager that got um that got diabetes. That whole, no, it wasn't diabetes. It was like a whole family of little kids, like in a whole bus of kids that were eating like Chinese. Um, Chinese food or Japanese food or something like that, and they got sick. What are you talking about? Like, it's not not just people. Which Chinese food in Dominican Republic? Well, they did. I don't know. Right. Um, I mean, it's, I'm just curious. I like, like especially sick. if you're it's not just not just people dying too. It's people just getting seriously sick, and yeah, luckily they didn't right. die, but they got super sick. I am curious if it's uh, counterfeit alcohol because if- a lot of the times, like, they'll put different chemicals in it. Because I saw a lot of the people that did have a, um, you know, did pass away from it, had um, a pulmonary edema. So uh, some one of the chemicals that was in the alcohol more than likely that they drank, um, you know, stopped their heart from beating and then caused, I think it's fluid in the lungs. And I wonder, I mean, uh, that kind of, makes sense if it was the chemicals from the alcohol because that used to happen to a lot of people in the Great Depression because they would make really shitty alcohol. They, used, they would call it uh, moonshine. Yeah, nah, or moonshine. Not moonshine. That's not shitty stuff. Moonshine was strong and you make it in your tub, but Jake is the stuff that like got, you know, hobos that were on a uh, train traveling across the United States, like super, just the poor support, mainly because they were alcoholics. They had to, like, it couldn't stop drinking. And when you can't find it and you can't afford it, even if you did find it, you just start drinking weird chemicals. So I'm curious if, like, because the, they, like, they would start losing a lot, uh, their eyesight or 
the use of their legs or have a heart attack. So I'm curious if, because it, it sounds like out of a large majority of those uh, deaths, it had something to do with a heart attack or pulmonary edema um, or something that was all in the same in in the same range of like heart and lungs. So I'm wondering. Because it does sound like it's something serialized. Like you don't have that many similar issues and it's not just like one person or a group of people that are out to do that particular thing. That's way too many coincidences. Exactly. Because there could be like one person that dies of a legitimate heart attack or one kid that died from diabetes or I don't know, I'm just pulling stuff out of the bag here, but like a large portion of those deaths were centered around the same thing, so you'd have to think that it's some sort of serial killer or someone that at some point is gonna want to take, you know I mean, BTK never like, it's not like they just assume that until he wrote a note said, hey man, this is me and this is my name and I'm killing people. Mm-hmm. You don't really get to put the puzzle together until you see the whole picture. Right. Well, we don't have the full picture yet. The FBI is still investigating. And it's just, you know. Right. It's on individuals, you know, to make that kind of decision. But, right. you know. You know, it's, it's a very sad situation, but, you know, it is it is what it is. You know, the only thing you can do is just pray and hope that, you know, everyone, you know, who goes, you know, it's just, you just got to, you know, I leave it in God's hands. I, I leave it in the universe's hands, you know. So I, I'm just going to leave it at that. But no, yeah, so fate, fate is a crazy thing. Um, and speaking of just crazy things, uh, Tony, uh, you said earlier in the podcast that you got a new car. And then, uh, tell me, what, how does that uh, tie into fate? What's so fate about that car? What's so fateful? Okay, so really long story short, um, my car, my Lexus, it got to a point where I was like, well, do I want to keep putting money into it to get it fixed or do I just want to let it go? So um, I took it to the shop and the guy, you know, he's telling me how much it's going to cost to get it fixed. And I'm like, hmm, I'm like, all right. And he's like, well, do you want to sell it? He's like, this is one of my favorite style or whatever. So I'm like, okay, hell yeah. I've been actually wanting to, wanting to sell it and, you know, figure out how much it would cost to get it, you know, sold. And, you know, we came to agreement. So I was like, okay, well, you know, it's time to look for a new car. So immediately you know i've only had lexuses you know my whole my, my whole time owning the car so i was like well let me go get the the lexus that i that i really like so you know i'm, I'm searching for it you know when i couldn't find it and i was like you know what um what if i switch it up and, and get a benz you know i'll be like benzes too so um you know i'm, I'm looking and i'm like you know if i'm gonna get a benz i'm gonna switch it up i'm because i you know i always have sedan so i'm like okay you know either i'm gonna get a coupe or i'm gonna get a truck so I'm like, um, you know, SUV. So I'm like, okay. So I saw a coupe that I like, this all white coupe. And then I saw this black, um, the truck. So I'm like, uh, let me go look at the truck. The truck is closer. So, you know, I, I looked at it. I'm like, man, I like it. I love it. Okay, I'm going to get it. So, you know, I got it, uh, you know, last night and then picked it up today. 
So I called Chance yesterday and I'm like, yo, like just just for shits and giggles, like, you know, um, because, you know, like he said, his mom passed away. And, you know, I've known Chance since I was like, I don't know, like maybe like 10 or 11. And his mom was like the the leader of children's church. Like she was a coordinator. And like even way back when, when I was a kid, she would always say like, you know, you're going to be a star. You're going to, you know, I just know you're going to be famous. She was like, you know, just save tickets for me. I'm going to come to your shows. And, you know, unfortunately she passed away. But like all the time when me and Chance used to always hang out, she used to always drive us around in this Mercedes, in this Mercedes truck. And, you know, when she passed away, Chance got the truck too. But, you know, unfortunately he had, let, he, he wrote it like the wheels fell off, fell off. So, you know, we literally, literally. <laughs> so, you know, we weren't able to kind of keep it in the family. But so I was like, yo, like, you know, what, what, what Mercedes, you know, he tells me what it is. I'm like, well, yeah, he tells me what it is. And I'm like, yo, you know, that's literally the same truck, you know, that your mom used to, you know, drive us around. And now, you know, you know, it's, it's a lot more souped up and it looks different, you know, it's different color, but it's the same model, same year. And I was like, man, that's just crazy how life works and, you know, bring stuff back around. That's funny because uh, around the time that my mom got sick, my got my grandmother, my mother passed away in 2007. My grandmother passed away, I think it was like, what? 97 so she i guess she's 97 96 passed away 10 years prior my grandmother only flew once in her life that's when my you know my father took her you know for the first time in her life on her plane uh just out of the country went to like bahamas or something anyway when my mom was you know on her deathbed around what 2000 july of 2007 we received mail at my house in maryland I mean, mind you, my grandmother, who passed away 10 years ago, was living in Mississippi. We received, I guess, something from Delta, Delta once again, for the for the win, uh, <laughs> saying, hey, your grandmother, they put down my grandmother's name, she needs to go ahead, call us to redeem her flyer miles. And we're just like looking at this envelope like, what? And it was the right address for us. But for some reason, they got my grandmother who passed away 10 years ago. Normally when you redeem miles, maybe one year, two year, three years, but for a decade to wait to get your flyer miles, that's insane. So, and then when my mom, when I went to go visit my mom, and then this is two things I will definitely say. When I saw my, my mother and my father kind of, you know, at their final days, I noticed that they were having conversations with people that I couldn't see. For example, my mom, when I went to go see her, she was like, this is my baby, say hi, Chance. And I'm just like, oh, hi, everyone. You know, just kind of thinking she was, you know, doped up on that uh, that sleeping medication. But I think it's very interesting that around like a week before she passes away, my grandmother, I mean, she rests in peace, she had to collect some of her flyer miles. And this goes back into fate where I feel like little things will happen in the universe to remind you that people like are with you you know when i went to my school uh, my mother i'll shut up after this when i went to my school where the you know the, the cafeteria guy got head in the background when somebody <laughs> was getting interviewed anyway um one of my uh one of somebody i went to school with who didn't know my mom passed away came by to the school to do like a college tour Hey, Chance, good to see you. By the way, I was on the train, and I went ahead and, and I saw your mom, and she was like, she said she was very proud of you, very excited and stuff, and she was, he was telling me what she was wearing. I'm like, you saw my mom? 
he, I didn't tell him that she died like two years previously. So you saw my mom, like, mm-hmm, let me see if he knew exactly uh, what he was, if, let me make sure that he knew that he was talking to my mom. Described my mom to a T, then said that my mom was wearing black, with like a black scarf and pants or whatever. And man, mind you, my mom was a music teacher. She, you know, and she, you know, she loved music. Uh-huh. She always wanted to go to Spelman College. And um, it was crazy. She always wanted to sing in the Spelman College Choir. She was a great singer. She 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 sang anyway. But long story short, that night, um, I saw the Spelman Choir, and they were all wearing black. It was the, it was the da- it was the damnedest thing in the world. Like what? And then the guy who was saying that he had a conversation with my mom was just, you know, he didn't know. I didn't tell him that she passed, but I thought it was interesting. But I'm saying to say that. Somehow the universe, I believe that God, that our loved ones show us that they are with us through little signs. And I feel like with Tony getting that car was a sign of my mother saying that she's with me on this journey to this wedding, that that she is here and she, you know, because I, because sometimes, you know, we get in these frustrating situations like, oh, come on, give me a break or, oh, just show me a sign. And lo and behold, that's, that, that, that is a perfect sign of my mother kind of laughing and saying, ha ha. Cause I remember when I, the car had 300,000 miles on it and the wheels fell off. Tony was just kind of like, man, you know, that sucks. Can we just kind of keep the wheels off and put on a brick and yep. you know, do whatever. And, and the crazy part is, is that a few years later down the line, you know, Tony, you know, has got a better version of the car that has wheels attached to it. And we're chilling like a villain. So I feel like with, the experience that the conversation that Tony and I have had mm-hmm. that's kind of confirmation to me that you know I'm protected that everything's going to be okay and, and there have been many instances in my life where I've always been, felt my back was against the wall and um, I've, I've had signs you know and it's, it's crazy but I've, I've had signs where you know, the, or, you know, I felt like, you know, I had angels looking over me, you know. I, was, I don't I don't know if I fully believe in, like, fate to a T, but I definitely believe in that whole, like, the universe knows what you need or mm-hmm. you put it in and it comes back to you kind right. of scenario. Because uh, I've had those things happen where, like, one day I was just having a terrible day. I was super cranky and I went to the coffee shop to study and I went to go buy a coffee, and it's like a $2.50 coffee, so I always tip a dollar. Right. Um, and I've been doing this for a whole year at this point, and this uh, this girl that works there, so nice, she was like, hey, what's your name? Like, I noticed you come in here all the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm Sarah. She goes, oh, it's so nice to meet you, Sarah. I'm Alex. I said, oh, it's lovely to meet you, because I, I see you're in, the, in there all the time, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like. I just needed someone to be nice to me, which was, I was okay with that. And then she goes, oh no, don't worry about it. It's on the house. And she gave me a free coffee. And I'm like, I was like, I needed that shit. (laughs) Like you just sometimes know, like, thank God for someone showing you humanity and how not everyone sucks. Cause sometimes you need that during the day. And when someone shows that to you, you're like, oh, geez, Mm. I needed that. Did you, uh, speaking of needing that, that's crazy that you said, I'm, <laughs> I, I promise you I'm going to shut up after this. 
Like, um, did you see the movie on Netflix when they see us? No, no, but I I heard about that's the about the um, Central Park Five. Yeah. So essentially, I, I haven't watched it yet, but it looks like you, fire. You need to watch it, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it on another yeah. episode. But I for guess sure. um, in the for those of you who don't know about the when they see us, it's a movie that chronicles the Central Park Five who were wrongly accused of attacking and raping a woman, and then at 13 years later, after they were kind of put in jail for a majority of their teenage years and almost adult years, they were vindicated and they were released because the real murderer came out and admitted to raping and you know hurting the woman. And then they got a $41 million settlement uh, from New York City, which is the biggest settlement in New York City's history. Now, yeah. I guess to kind of get to the point, um, during the movie, man, mind you, these kids are wasting away in jail. Uh-huh. And there are so many people that are in jail that probably did something or didn't do something. But there was a scene where Corey, who was in Rutgers Island, and then he got you know transferred to other places, I guess befriended a, a, secure, uh, a, a jail guard, a jail person, uh, someone from the jail. And anyway, I guess because the guy from the jail, the, the jail, what do you call him? The jail uh, warden or whatever. He, the person in the jail realized, man, you know, this Corey guy is getting, you know, taken advantage of. He's always getting beaten up, you know, because Corey said, um, I want to be in solitary confinement so people won't hurt me. But anyway, fast forwarding, this jail guard. Right. Huh? That's the word, right? Guard. guard. Yeah, yeah. This jail guard <laughs> went ahead and. I just thought of it as you said. No, no, this is perfect. The, the jail guard went ahead and started getting to know Corey, the innocent one, the guy who the rest of the world said he was a rapist and a killer, that a, not a kidding killer woman, but a rapist and an attacker. This guy who could have easily turned a blind eye and treated this guy like shit went ahead and got him a Chia Pet because he was talking to him saying, yeah, I always wanted to get a Chia Pet, got him a Chia Pet, Chia Pet, got him mm. magazines, looked out for him. And then Corey in the movie and in real life said to the guard, look, I appreciate you treating me like a human being. I appreciate you calling me king. And I promise you, when I get out of here, I'm going to take care of you. Now, may I mind you, this is before the $41 million settlement. Right. We're talking about a situation where this guy who is in jail is is deemed by the world the worst the, the scum of the earth but you have one person doing one nice thing yeah one nice thing he he could have been addicted to, the, to he could have been addicted to him he could have been treating him like crap but because he did the right thing and gave him a job to go you know to clean windows he can watch tv and be in the outside world because he treated him with dignity and respect fate in the universe went ahead and repaid i don't know if he gave the guy any money but for the fact that he treated somebody who was wrongly accused of you know something heinous but then Corey was saying yeah man i'm gonna i'm gonna bless you when i get out of here you never know that that's fake it is to be nice yeah so right. it's just one of those things where imagine if he was a dick you know he could have gotten you know fired but because he was nice and treated Corey with dignity and respect you know, now he's seen as like one of the only good guards in that movie. You know, and kind of, you know, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's just the universe. It's, it's just God. It's just fate. You know, just be careful. You know how you treat people. You know, just like you. You know, tipping so well at the coffee shop 
look, the universe went ahead and rewarded you. You know, so it's just, you know, Tony, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's a good guy, you know, and I, even though I may make fun of him and call him an asshole, he's really great at heart. He's a genuine, great individual. And I feel like Aww. finally the universe is, is catching up with him and is, you know, giving him his due, you know, giving him his due, what he deserves. So, you know, all in all, I, I guess where I'm coming at is what we're all getting at is just, you know, with fate, you never know what's going to happen. But what you do know is going to happen is what you do in your current day. So even though we don't, even though tomorrow is unknown, at least we know how we can treat people in our environment and treat people around us to maybe make that fate go in our favor, per se. Enjoy your life. Exactly. Treat people nicely. But think how boss of a story that would be. Hey, y'all, I went ahead and got married in Putacana while everyone was dying and shit, and everyone was scared, but then I came back like a motherfucking G. And I'm alive, and I'm chilling. You know? That'd be a good story when you're on. Right, but I, but I think I take this very personal, because uh, as you know, Tony is my best man, and we've been kind of going back and forth, you know, on you know him coming and not coming, and I see Tony as a brother, and um, yeah, it's very it's very difficult for me too, you know, because right. like on his side, I definitely understand where he's coming from, and you know, he's got a lot more invested, you know, what I'm saying as far as a money thing than I do, you know what I mean? And like for me, it's like the the same way he sees signs that he should go, I'm seeing signs that maybe I shouldn't go. You know what I mean? Like every time I turn around, there's there's new news of somebody else, you know, getting either se- severely um, sick or they're dying, you know. And then I got personal things going on in my life where it's like, man, this is piling up, this is piling up, and it's like, you know, maybe maybe it's the universe is telling me I don't need to be going. You know what I mean? And and for him, it's the opposite. It's like, no, I should be going. You know what I mean? And you know, it, it's one thing. You know, you can lose money, you can you can lose a lot of things, but you know, once you're gone, you're gone. You know what I mean? And you know, you of course, you know, you don't, you know, everybody walks out of life with the assumption that we're gonna die, but you know, how would it how would it be feel if if I was to go when I was the one that got sick? You know, not only would I be dead, but then how would he feel about it? You know what I mean? Oh shit situation. Or or you know what I'm saying? What if what if what if I stay and something happens? You know what I mean? It's just like it's a really shitty situation to be in. You know what I mean? Um, because but I think if anything, this situation, well, what's going on in Putacana really makes you want to really kind of testifies to the fact of treat every day like your last la- like your last hello so when i go to putacana with everything that's going on i'm going to treat every day like it's my last literally <laughs> I-, I think that's more of a motivation for me because i get so concerned about all this bullshit and i'm never in the moment i think that something as tragic as this is going to force me to live in the moment and I think you know maybe that's a big difference between me and him. I'm the one that always lives in the moment, and I'm getting older now. And I'm like, sometimes you know maybe I need to chill out. And so it's it's very well, we're coming we're in different stages of life and coming from different perspectives. So you know, right? Yeah, it's hard. If I mean you you're on one end, and then you're on the other, because I've kind of done the same thing. I've gotten a little laxer in my old age. <laughs> I, you know, just throw caution to the wind and do whatever I want to do. But now I'm just like, uh, I don't really 
I have to go out and live it up to still be living. But I also get where you're coming from. You know, why not? So from looking why at why not just live it. So speaking of living and because you're looking at everything from the outside, yeah, I know this is not Elana fix my life or the Dr. Phil show, but from <laughs> hearing my point of view and Tony's point of view, because right now we have to get a head count and you know we need to answer. Oh my God, are you gonna ask me to pick? No, Who's just right? kind of. I, I, I'm gonna, I don't want to be in that. Yeah, we'll tell you the answer I'll in the next episode. But what I would love for you to do, from being an outsider, okay, I'd love to kind of get here. I guess the arguments from both sides, so listeners can call in and email and all that good stuff. Because we'll tell you what the answer is next week. Yeah, please tell week. us, everyone. But Give I definitely us your opinion. love to hear from what we were talking about. I would love for you to give an argument. Think of this like court. Imagine we're the jury. You know, the, the audience is a jury. You know, we <laughs> say to our case, I'd love for you to kind of make a case for Tony and then make a case for me. So first and foremost, I'd love for you to make a case for Tony because ladies first. No offense to ladies, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so <laughs> but if you, had, if you had to make a case to the jury, to the audience, okay. to the rest of the world on okay. why you shouldn't go to Putikana. But for okay, let me make this more specific on why you shouldn't attend your friend's wedding, best friend's, your brother's wedding. On why, you sh- if you're because that's one thing, if he was like you know, just kind of coming in and he was just like a part of the, the audience, but because he's like my best man, you know, if I don't have a right. best man, then I'm, I'm fucked, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just yeah. kind of like that's just kind of. It's kind of weird because then I don't have anyone. It's just, but anyway, like. So I I see where Tony's come from, because I fully agree on on the lava clouds. Uh, I I get it. Like, you you got all these things going on. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to chance fate. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. No, I mean I think there was a pun intended, but. Uh, you, I mean, don't push it. You know what I mean. Right. But the problem is, you you're gonna be missing out on being the best man. Now, if it was me personally, sometimes other things come into account. Not only the danger or uh, money and other things that are going on in life. So, because I've I was in a similar situation. But it wasn't uh, wasn't about the danger, more so the money and the time. And so I was supposed to go to a wedding, uh, and it it wasn't able to be something I was gonna be able to do. So I did have to back out. So I, like I've been in that scenario where it sucks because you just get to a point where, uh, for me, it wasn't financially feasible. Right. And the traveling, I was. I was gonna have to go New Jersey, Georgia, kind of all over the place, back and forth, and I just wasn't. I was gonna have to take out a loan. Plus, I was in school at the time too. So, like, I get it. All, like, life as well as money, and it's sad how important that is. But, but you're taking into account danger too. So, I mean, I can kind of see where that's super important. You know what I mean? Like, if but. On the other hand, on the other hand, uh, if I've already bought the ticket, 
if I've already planned this ahead of time, if it's not on a, like, terrorist ISIS level, you know, code red kind of scenario, and it's a few people are dying and what it seems to be primarily from something particular, I, I might stay away from that thing. And I would also stay around a large group of people so that, you know, I wasn't, like, shot in the street or something. But, I, I mean, I would probably go. It's gorgeous. It's a wedding. I get to see my friends. And and you, I agree with you. You got to live your life. I mean, what... You, you could get in a car accident tomorrow and... And you, or you could die in Putacana, sitting yeah. on the beach and have a heart attack. So, I mean, so oh. what, what is, what's, you know, what's, what's it gonna be? So it's, um, I, I see both ends of it, and I fully think you both have a, like very valid points. Um, I don't think I can really choose one way or the other. Um, if it was me and it was all planned, I'd probably go. Like if I, you know what I mean? If I was already invested into it and I bought the ticket and got my stuff packed and okay, you know, I, what am I gonna do? But what if it's a- but it but it is it's a it is a security kind of thing. It's dangerous and I mean you're right. Uh, things are important, but so is life. So it's it's a it's a hard time, man. I don't know. I'd like to see what everyone else says too, because I'm curious yeah. what what the uh, what the tallies will be. Yeah, and if you go to soaboutyesterday.com, you can go to the contact us section and actually click on the little icon with the telephone and leave a voicemail message on anchor.fm mm-hmm. and we'll play it on our next episode. Um, or you can just email us at soaboutyesterday at Google. Sorry, Silva yesterday at gmail.com. At the Googles. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but. Um, YouTubes. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, I mean, with that said, Tony, you know, I love you. You're my, my best friend. You know, literally, when I had nothing in my pockets, you let me stay in your couch, sleep on your couch and stuff. And, you know, we, we kind of talked about it and, and, you know, played around with this That's whole passion. moment. And, you know, you know me and my luck. I'm only gonna get married once in my life, so this is kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity. One and done. Yeah, but you know, and I, 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 I respect the decision that you would make if you decided not to come. But I, I will not lie and say how much it would kind of affect me mentally because I've already lost a lot of people who I care about and love in my life. You know, I thought in my wedding I'd have my mom here to have have. I, have my pops here. Um, if anything, I thought that I would have my sister. Well, shoot. Well, that's another episode, y'all. My sister and I have a very strange relationship. Uh, uh, but but anything, like the only family, family that I have who I was looking forward to having, if it was anybody else, you know, in the world, I would have been like, all right, cool. But, you know, you're the best connection I have to my past and my present and my future. You knew my mom. You, you, you. We, we we did freaking burnouts in the church parking lot next episode. But the point is... Yeah, no. You're just making a list of things we have to revert no. back to. No, it's just that's, kind of the idea of, you know... That's like deep. I, I've lost so many things in this world 
that I refuse for the world to take so many joyous moments and memories that I could have. I, I, I can accept the fact that cancer is a motherfucker and cancer will take people. You know, you know, life, life happens. I understand that. Yeah. But in order to get power back, but what if I, I want to say, but how you talking about how it would affect you if I don't come? What if I come and something happens to me? You'll feel ten times worse. Absolutely. But you can't. We can't live in fear like that. You know, I, I mean, I lived I, in fear the majority of my life of, oh my God, if I if I don't talk, if I, you know, you know me, I'm not a great woman's man. I'm not a great ladies man. I was scared shitless to talk oh. to Jasmine, but because I went out of my skin and out of my comfort zone to talk to Jasmine, look, I'm getting married. Because I, to get something you never had, you have to do something you've never done. And for me to probably rid myself of this anxiety that the world brings to me every five minutes of the day, I feel like saying fuck you to anxiety, going and having a great time at my wedding and enjoying myself and saying, you know what? There's a lot of noise and there's a lot of things going on in the media and in my head of people saying, no, nah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. But because the first time I decided to listen to myself, I had a good time. And if I can do that, then I can overcome and do anything. So if anything, yeah, you know, I'm nervous, but you know what? I've allowed nervousness to control my entire life. I've allowed nervousness to keep me from going out to parties and clubs. I'm a homebody. I've allowed nervousness to control me actually going balls deep into my music career. I've I've allowed nervousness to control a lot of things. Anxiety is a bitch. But I, it is. And that, but that's what I'm saying. You got you got driving forces that's pushing you one way. I got driving forces pushing me the complete opposite way. Like I said, right. you're 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 trying to break out of your your fear. I'm. I've been fearless. Now is. I'm older now. Maybe a little fear is actually kind of healthy. Right. Well, so like that's. That it, is. It's. We're on the completely different side of the coin. Right. Well, with that said, yo, um, tell us what you think. I mean, fate is a hell of a thing. You know, we're not fortune tellers, but you know. Yeah, I would love to hear what y'all think. Yeah, just just leave us a comment. Let us know. We didn't mean to get, you know, this kind of yep. deep, but once yeah, again, deep. Yep. but this is what makes our podcast what it is. You know, we're, we're real. We, we talk about real life things and this is my life. This is Tony's life. This is Sarah's life. So this is, you know, this is, we're just saying what people are thinking about. But anyway, um, we'll let you know next week of what Tony decides and Sarah made, yep. thank you so much for being referee during all of this you're welcome to kind of make it awkward you know how like <laughs> you know when like a couple argues like uh-uh you know like, oh yeah of... when you just kind of want to slink into the closet right or, so you're hoping no one kind of looks over at you like i'm right right i was just recording like, show oh. Like, oh my god this is the most entertaining shit i've seen in my life <laughs> this is ufc fighting uh, but no, but um, and go. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and wipe the tears from my eyes. Um, Tony, Sarah, did you guys have any uh, sign offs? Anything you wanted to say before we dipped? No. All right. Well, not that I can think of, but I'm excited to see what happens next week. Should so am I. And uh, because <laughs> I'm getting married, stay tuned. Yeah, so because I'm getting yeah. married. The week after next, we post things on a weekly basis. So expect uh, the next episode for us to tell you uh, 
how we're going to post the next episode while I'm, you know, getting married in Putacana and stuff. Uh, but anyway, we love you guys. Sarah, Tony. Yep, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, we'll see you on the next next one. Hello. All right. Bye. Bye.